We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings, investments, and your retirement as always here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is all about building up wealth and, and saving for retirement, building up wealth, and, and, and understanding the world today. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. And, and that, 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 that takes, that's, happens no matter what you do, whether it is to sit there and, uh, and, and save in your 401k plan or, or uh, your 403b, your different type of savings plans, a minimum of 10% plus the company match. Or, or it, it, it also, it's the same thing with, with if you buy a piece of real estate or if you do something else. But you want to be able to build up wealth over the long term. Uh, we, we live in extraordinary times right now. I mean, it, it's just uh, everything's changing day to day. We don't know what's good. I mean, is the Constitution in the future going to be there or is it going to just be, you know, whatever people can do and come up with or whatever you can take counts? And, 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 and I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I would have most of my life said, yeah, it's going to be there. But you, you question these things. And uh, obviously we can, you know, come up with whatever rules whatever, you know, the governors or what the local uh, county commissioners decide for elections, and that stands, and the state's constitutions don't mean anything. Uh, you know, pretty soon you keep making these compromises. In the end, you don't have a rule of law anymore. And so I think it's becoming more and more apparent that you're going to have to save more money. You're going to have to protect your wealth. Uh, people are coming after your wealth. I mean, they, 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 they want uh, – most people in this country don't save anything. Most people, a lot of people don't build up wealth, and they think everything should be given to them. And, and, and so savers and people, frugal people, hardworking people, the working class is under threat in the country. On one side, you, you got the, the, you know, the, the socialists. They, they basically want to engage in reparations, wealth distribution, all types of things uh, uh, using mon- – uh, yeah, the, the big one is uh, – universal basic income, all these different things. And then on, on the other side, you've got the super wealthy and the billionaires, which have concentrated power across most industries, pushing smaller businesses out, out of way, controlling, uh, uh, moving the factories overseas, uh, moving, uh, paying workers overseas to do what Americans can do because they're a lot cheaper. And they, they claim they can't get the workers because that's what they don't. Nowadays, Americans, the companies don't really train workers. They used to train them and promote them up to the company and develop them. Now they just get someone from overseas. And then you add that on top, this billionaire class, which, you know, seeks to subvert the, the United States government and feel that they're the ones that should and corporations should be setting policies. It's up to Facebook, Twitter, and Google. You know they're going to decide on what on what freedom of the speech is, not the 
not the government in this country, not not the judicial system in this country, obviously. Uh, You know, and so basically what we have is society is starting to break down, and that's becoming a concern. And and I think more than ever, it's important to continue to save money and build up. Well, look, we all know where this is going to go. I mean, they're going to – it looks like Joe Biden's going to get in there. Uh, the, the fix has been in. I mean, it was pretty obvious to anybody watching Fox News when they came up with that absurd, you know, called uh, Arizona ahead of everyone else. And everyone's looking at it. They're going, what is going on here? And, you know, the fix has been in with the Joe Biden. You know, there's nothing to see here. And then right after the election, all this stuff comes out. I mean, those are very serious charges where a president is potentially compromised by our by, by our enemy. I mean, I mean, there's no other way to put it. Uh, and and it was all swept under the rug, and now he's magically president. And and uh, it, it, but you know, so we're going to have more spending. We're going to have higher taxes. We're you know everything is you know I, I, it, it, if you look on a coin, it's unum in many one unum. It's now in one mini where we divide the company all the country up along racial lines, uh, gender lines, along all types of lines, and everybody is defined by the color of their skin, the class they're in, the the, 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 the you know whatever. It, it, and so we're not, clearly not pulling together as a country anymore. It's every uh, it, 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 and even one of the more disturbing things out there is is these billionaires and these big corporations and these foundations and things want to take control of the United States and they want to take control of our rules and regulations. They want to distribute out our out our uh, out our uh, our assets. They want to distribute our wealth to the rest of the world. They they don't want to do it with their money. What they want to do it with is the American people's money, the hardworking people in this country, their tax money, their their their, their treasure, their inventions, their ideas. They're being basically doled out by this super elite class in the United States of America. Uh, and for what I listened to Melinda Gates complaining about how how. Uh, how the uh, we we need to give out the the vaccines should first go to everyone in the world. Americans shouldn't be first. Well, Americans are paying for this vaccine uh, operation. You know, we we put together an operation warp speed to basically come up with the best vaccines. You know, some talking to a friend of mine that, that knows quite a bit about this. He made fun of the Russian vaccine, said it was a joke compared to our vaccines we've come up with. Uh, the Chinese vaccinated their people first. The the Russians vaccinated their people first. The Australians vaccinated their people until they figured out their vaccine might first. And then we have Belinda Gates one wants to step up and be the you know be the fairy godmother you know godmother of the world and and, and, and take what should be American. So she this is the problem with all of these people is when they step up and do these do good tactics. They want to help the world. They want to do all this stuff. They always want to do it with your money, your ideas. Well, who's going to be put in the back of the line in the United States uh, when it comes to vaccine? And by the way, I'm not a big believer in these vaccines personally. It's a, it's a personal choice. But who, who's going to be who's going to pick out the Americans that don't get the vaccine? Your parents, your you know your people that are compromised. They might not get the vaccine, so we can give it out overseas. Well. Hey, maybe the United States of America as a people decide, hey, look, we would like to give out some of the vaccine, a percentage of it overseas uh, to help out the world. That's that's a good thing to do. But the idea we have this elite class, these billionaires, these foundations and things stepping up to the table and making the decisions for the American people, they're the ones that are sitting there. They're the ones that are basically taking money out of your pocket and doling it out overseas in their name. And that's wrong. We have a government in this country which 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 is put in place to do these things. We have elections. Over, uh, this election, quite frankly, was basically a failed election for all practical purposes. Uh, but but we, we, we have a government that does these things. We, we, the United States is the most generous country in the world. We have always given overseas. We've always rise up to sit there and defend the rest of the world. We, we, we defended, we defended the, the, the Europeans twice against, against you know, once the Nazis and the Germans, twice to save, stepped in to save them and protect freedom in, in, in Europe. And what do we get from, get from the Europeans? We get the, you know, the, 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 the World Economic Forum, the Davos crowd now trying to tell the rest of us how to live our lives. 
which is now, you know, they, they, the World Economic Forum uh, has now gotten so much power, uh, you know, build back now. That's Joe Biden's big, big, uh, you know, uh, call, call to sit there, you know, after the virus to build back. That, that's basically, the, you know, that, that's the, 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 that is the sales pitch of, of the World Economic Forum. They basically have co-opted the United States of America. And, and, and nobody is paying attention. Everybody thinks it's okay. It's perfectly okay to sit there and install a carbon tax. It's perfectly okay to get rid of cattle. And we're not going to be eating any meat anymore because it's a threat to the to the global economy. It's perfectly okay to eliminate the oil and gas industry and millions of jobs and destroy people's livelihood to, to, for a questionable environmental thing. Yeah, you look at the United States, we've got the cleanest water, we've got the cleanest air, we, we've got pollution standards all over the place, and everybody's telling us we're the polluters of the world. I challenge anybody to travel around the rest of the world and then tell me that's true. And yet I have to listen to this stuff. And then in the name of global warming, they're going to be setting up, they're going to be putting, you know, uh, moving around factories, telling what we can't do, what we can't eat. Uh, they're going to put taxes on us. Yeah, Joe Biden's not going to raise taxes on anyone, anything under $400,000, but there's going to be carbon taxes. There's going to be environmental taxes. It's, it's going to, it's, again, he's destroying the middle class in this country. It, it, and, and it's not the Democrats, it's not the people you know as Democrats, it's, it's a group, an elite class of globalists in this in this world that's trying to take over the United States of America because we they view us as the thing that's holding it back. It, and, and, it, and so they're going to spend money, they're going to tax people heavily, they're, they're going to end up, we're going to end up with a collapsing dollar, we're going to end up inflation, and so it's important to protect yourself from this type of environment. I mean, I almost hate to say this, I, I've done this show for uh, over 15 years now, and uh, it's always I always enjoy doing it. And we talk about savings, investing, and building up wealth. And and all of a sudden, things are just spinning out of control in the United States. And you can see, you can see people are preparing for something. You can see that the, the, the rich people they're concerned now. You, the, the, the wealth inequality is extraordinary. Look what's happening. Uh, you're seeing. You're seeing money is coming to Texas. Companies are pouring into Texas. What we're looking at here is it, Oracle this week uh, came in. It, it, it's moving to their headquarters to Austin. Uh, if you look at, uh, we talked last couple weeks ago about the uh, Hewlett Packard is moving up to Houston. Uh, the numbers are just amazing of, of what's happening here. The If, if you look at it, uh, according to uh, the Move Buddha, which is just a website, uh, Thousands of people are moving out of out of uh, California. I heard uh, six or seven hundred thousand people is the rumor that have moved out of California since the coronavirus. But this is permanent. Oracle said they're moving here, but they're also going to make more flexible uh, a work policy. You know, interesting thing. Stripe, uh, which is a, which is a company in California, is giving other employees a ten percent bonus if they leave California, if they move out of the Bay Area, maybe not leave California, move out of the Bay Area, leave this or, or can leave the state. The the the, the 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 catch is you have to take a ten percent cut in pay. Well if you move out of Silicon Valley and move to you know Colorado, uh, Arizona, Nevada, Texas or whatever, Oregon, Washington, you know, you can live pretty well yeah, you're probably going to come way ahead, and they're going to pay you to do it. People want to get out of these places. This is turning into 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 a tidal wave of people. We've been talking about this show. It's not just California, New York. People are moved, hundreds of thousands of people. Have moved, I've seen 300. I've seen 500,000 people moved out of New York City area. A lot of these people aren't coming back. Uh, Goldman Sachs this week, there's uh, talk, they, they, evidently they're going to, they haven't announced it, but they, they're moving their wealth management division to Fort Lauderdale or somewhere in that area in Florida. Let me tell you something. If Goldman Sachs is moving their op, some of their operations out of New York City, every other Wall Street firm is looking at the same thing. And what this is telling you is, is, is that these big companies, since there's problems, people went out of these places. These are democratic Controlled areas by the big city mayors. 
very high taxes, uh, massive rules and regulations, uh, shutdowns, coronavirus shutdowns, school shutdowns. Look, these people are smart people. These are the smartest people in the country. They're getting out of these places, and the reason why they're getting out of these places, they know what's coming. They know there's problems. They know it's not going to get any worse. Now that the Supreme Court has basically given a, a free pass to all types of election fraud, you're never going to get any type of reform in, in California, New York, Pennsylvania, Michigan, all these places. Those Democratic heirs are locked in for 50 years, most likely, because you'll never have a fair election. They see the writing on the wall. They're starting it out. Now, this is going to have some bigger ramifications to the country, and we're going to discuss this right as soon as we get back from this break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Saving Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Look, we're talking about all these 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 uh, individuals and companies moving out of California, moving out of out of New York. It's Illinois too. Uh, it's it, it, it's it's New Jersey. All these high cost tax states. People can't afford. Well, first of all. This is a big story. This has got big long-term ramifications because what this is telegraphing is is that these people think that this is this is going to be this way and it's going to get worse. These these companies are getting out. You know, there's a it, one of the things that's really disconcerting when you look at communism, when you look at socialism, it doesn't pay to stay around. It, 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 these tend to be a long-term trend. I don't know how it was a decade or more ago. Uh, they took over uh, Chavez took over uh, Hugo Chavez took over uh, Venezuela. Look, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. The people are starving. They're fleeing. Millions have come to the United States. Cuba. It was what fifty years ago. Fidel Castro came into power. Uh, Sixty four. Yeah, that's it, you know it, it, a long time ago. It, you look at uh, uh, Russia went through communism. Really, it was nineteen seventeen to maybe uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I forgot when it was. It was like 80 years. Uh, it, it was a little different with, with the uh, around 1950, give or take a few 60 years. 
for, for the Russia, the, the, the Beirut civil wars going on since 70, it's 50 years. These, these are long-term trends. And, what, and once the socialists get in there, once the radicals get in there, you cannot get them out. You, you, it, and you go, why, you see, why not? They rigged, they rigged the elections. The Dominion servers were used in Venezuela. It's where they, they basically they developed out of there. That the elections could become rigged. Look what's happened up in, up in, in, Mich- in Pennsylvania. Look at places like that where, where the elections are rigged. Even New York, the elections are rigged, and you cannot win. And, and so the, the, the smart money is moving out of these places. The smart money is moving to the to the Rocky Mountains area, the, the the western slope across the curve, and even the eastern slope to a lesser extent across the uh, Rocky Mountains. People are pouring into those areas. They're having you know because. They see there's problems. Goldman Sachs is moving down to Florida for their wealth management division. Other companies are moving out. The big hedge fund firms are moving to Florida. Lower taxes because they see it's not going to get any better. They, they, it, it, and so it's going to start feeding on itself because low, the, the property values are going to go down, which means less taxes. The income is going to go down, even for people that, that are there part of the time. That, that, that Some of them pay taxes if they work two or three months in New York and then they leave and the taxes are lower because these, these are dysfunctional places, but they're not going to get any better. That's what the that's that you're seeing these companies. Uh, Oracle just a couple of days ago. Oracle's moving to Austin. Uh, Austin is a, probably the biggest boom town in the United States. Uh, Elon Musk is moving. Has moved uh, his residence to Texas. Uh, how uh, other people are co- are coming here? Uh, was I noticed one of the uh, big sports? Uh, Tom Brady and his wife is they're building a place in in Miami. Look at the the uh, Trump's children. They're not moving back to New York City because they're unwanted up there. Uh, they're, they're just radical people up there. They're moving to Florida, the, to the Miami area. The people are moving out. The smart money is moving into these places it, 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 because they realize what, what we're up against. And so this, this is a problem. Uh, and so the, 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 uh, the Biden administration, one thing you're going to have to watch for, they're going to try to sit there and try to sabotage Texas. Uh, they're going to try to sabotage uh, the, the Midwest. Florida, those places, they're going to try to change. They're going to try to change. The, they're, they're trying to. One of the things that it's interesting, Arizona had a, uh, a ballot proposal. They're put on a ballot to raise the taxes up to, I think, 8% or something, and the income tax from 45 or something. It, 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 but a lot of money's pouring in from out of state because what they want to do is the, the, these people in California and the Seattle area and the Democratic areas, they want to try to raise those taxes in those areas to force them up to make it more it compatible for us. So in Texas, we're going to have to battle. We're going to have to stop the progressives from sabotaging the state, putting regulations and rules to make it make us like California or New York. This is going to be the big battle. The good thing is these people are all fleeing here, and, 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 and I think a lot of them are really understanding what we're dealing with in the world today. So so this is something uh, out of California, the biggest states, uh, 16% of the people moving out are coming to Texas. Washington, about almost 8% are moving. Uh, actually, New York, 65 That's probably a lot of people that lived from New York that went back to New York. Uh, Colorado is number four. Uh, so uh, and in Texas, it's Austin, and then Dallas, uh, and Houston. Uh, and so... Uh, I think it was a big win to get Hewlett Packard here in in in, in Houston. Houston's got a phenomenally uh, uh, great place to live. It's got a, a cheap housing stock, and it's got a, millions of, of very very highly trained people in in this city. So so we're going to start getting people coming here. But but this is a big story. This is a a, a fundamental shift. Uh, you know, probably uh, you know the, the the big shift we saw. In the, in the early 1900s, was really off of the farm into the big cities, and, and now the, the, this next this big trend is out of the big cities back to the suburbs. But it's also a massive trend out after the Civil War. You saw a lot of population go north for jobs and stuff. That's all coming back. You're seeing this massive shift, and so it's something that we want to watch closely. Tell you what, if you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. So anyway, that's just something. I I do think this is a big, big story that we do want to pay attention to because this is turning into a flood. Uh, It's extraordinary, the the number of of, of companies and people. And 
the strike deal is very interesting. If companies start saying, hey, we'll let you move somewhere else. We'll, if you take a 10% pay cut, we'll give you 10000 to move. It's a way for them to cut their cost, but it's going to move a lot more people here in Texas and elsewhere where people want to be free and they don't want regulations, they want low taxes. Uh, do we have any calls there, Eddie? Not right now. Yeah, Eddie? Not right now. Is that a no? Okay, great. Thanks. Uh, the uh, Looking out uh, here, we sent out our most recent max out savings report, and, and I wanted to kind of go over a few things on it. This is a report we send out where we write a lot about these big trend ideas, and I think these big trends we have to pay attention to for your IRA rollover, for your retirement, because these are going to affect retirement going forward, these big trends. Uh, they're going to... We got a, a Democratic administration coming in, it looks like. That's going to be higher taxes. That's going to be more rules, more regulation, more inflation. And one of the things we write about in the most recent one, which we just sent out, was real versus nominal interest rates. And you say, Ted, what is a real versus nominal? Nominal interest rates are, are what you hear about. So when they quote you on a mortgage, if your mortgage is, Three, two and three quarters or three percent mortgage. That's your, you know, your interest rate. Uh, if you buy a bond, the bond yields five percent for ten years. That's your, that's your interest rate. Yield to maturity. Uh, the the real interest rate is rarely quoted. The real interest rate is the nominal rate, and then you factor in the inflation rate. Right now, inflation is about one point eight percent according to the Fed. So it's a chain down low version of inflation, by the way. So, to give you some comparisons, 10-year rate rate is about well, point. Uh, it, it right now is negative. Is uh, the 10-year rate is about 0.9 percent? Uh, but if you factor in inflation, it, it's about one point. It's about 0.49 negative percent, which which simply means that that over 10 years you're losing about a half a percent a year. I'm, I'm sorry, 0.89 percent. Negative 0.89%, which means you're losing a little percent a year due to inflation. So this is a big story, and this is something that that, that you want to understand, that inflation chews up your, your, your income. Now, this is always we've had real versus nominal rates, but what's happening now is rates are so low. Uh, that what, what's happening is is that even a low inflation rate, a very low of 1.83%, which everyone says, hey, that's low inflation, start, it basically takes away all your income. And so this is, this is something going forward that you're going to have to pay more attention and highlights the danger of inflation. What if that inflation, what if you invest in, in your 10-year bond right now, you're only 0.89%. What if inflation goes to 3%? That's just 3%. That's not super high. That means you have negative 2% rates, which means you're losing 2% a year. This highlights the danger of inflation going forward. Tell uh, so, uh, I have a phone call. Yeah, we have Dimitri on the line. Oh, hi. welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Yeah, good morning, Ted. Uh, my question is, as a professional real estate agent, I know that we have had uh, great uh, – record sales with people wanting to buy homes now with all that pent-up demand and the low interest rates. But how much longer do you see interest rates staying uh, in the low uh, 27 to 3.1% range, and when do you think it'll just bounce back up to 5 6 7%, especially with that's the Biden question. administration coming in? Yeah, that's a great question, Jim. Uh, the, uh, i tell you what we have there is, I think this is the real thing, and this is what we're wrestling with. A couple thoughts. Right now, we have record low interest rates, and, uh, and we just pointed out they're actually negative. So you're borrowing money negative or, or close to negative on, on that. It's not quite negative, but it's very low inflation-adjusted rates. So you want to take advantage of that right now if you're buying something. I, look, I think they're going to stay low into the next for the next three or four months. I, I, I think as the economy starts coming back, you're going to see a, a wave of optimism. A lot of people are going to – there's going to be a lot of spending. They're going to try to get – everyone's going to run out and do things. The economy is going to pick up. That's going to put pressure on interest rates to move up. They'll move up some. I think where you really have to worry is going to be 2022. And, and so uh, what I, I'm trying to do is 
is I'm actually looking at, at some property. I, I want to get it all taken care of and built out by the summer, if possible, of next year, because I and really that's going to be a tough thing to do. But but I think after that, the rates are going to start going up. And then 2022, 2023, I think it's going to be those where your bigger problems are. That's when there's going to be it, they're going to the Federal Reserve is going to try to hold down interest rates as long as possible. But what they're going to what's going to happen is is they're going to start raising up the long end of the curve uh, called yield curve management because it, because it's going to be inflationary pressure at that end. Uh, you won't see like a 5% rate probably until the dollar starts falling. If the dollar starts falling, that's when you have to sit there and be real careful. I think one of the great investments right now is if you buy a piece of property and put get a 20 to 30-year loan on it at these low rates. Because, look, even if property doesn't do much, you're not paying hardly anything for the interest right now. If you figure 2% interest and you're borrowing at, at, at 3%, you're only paying effectively an inflation-adjusted rate of 1% of that money. It, it, and if you look at it in the future, you get the big inflation. The inflation is going to make you a lot of money on that loan. Does that make sense? It does make sense, and I, I, that's what I tell my clients that don't even think about a uh, arm type loan. Go for a straight uh, fixed mortgage rate. If you can do fifteen years or twenty years, that's great. But you know, thirty definitely, uh, rather than doing these uh, adjusted uh, rate mortgages, uh, that's just a nightmare waiting to happen. Oh, no, that's an excellent point. Yeah, look, one of the great investment opportunities out there right now is a, is a, is a, a, a government-backed mortgage, 30-year mortgage or 20-year mortgage at these ridiculously low rates. Absolutely. But good question. Thank you. Thank you, Ted. Have a good day. Yeah, I mean, it's one of, that's sort of my thinking because if, cause keep in mind, too, if, if, you, if, you, if you're coming up, uh, if, if you've got that loan locked in over the long term, you got to lock that loan in, as our caller pointed out. But if inflation takes off, your mortgage payment stays the same. The inflation in the future, if if if, if prices double, you're 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 basically paying real time half in the future, and this protects your retirement. And this is one of the things you know we we talked some about retirement. I think some people are better off keeping some money. Aside in their in their plans retirement and then borrowing a little bit with the idea of paying off instead of when you get sixty three maybe paying off your loan at, at seventy or something just to see what's going to happen and if that inflation explodes locked in that money you can adjust out you can adjust your uh, your investments elsewhere that you you money put aside to more inflation protected we have another uh, question here yeah we have Stephen online hey Stephen hey how are you doing this morning. Good, good. You had a question for us. I have a comment. Okay, I am fearful of these uh, East Coast companies relocating to Houston. I don't want them, I mean to Texas. I don't want them coming here unless every one of their executives and employees sign an affidavit under penalty of law to have their liberal, leftist, socialist, progressive politics surgically removed. Now, how can we do that? <laughs> yeah, I, look. That is a great point. Look, this is how we. And this is something we got to pay real attention to. When the oil companies moved people down to Texas, they generally became much more conservative. A lot of them did not want to. Move. I've had some talks on this with people. A lot of them did not want to move. They're like, "Oh my God, this is horrible down here." But then they get, you know, it's 100 degrees every day. But then they get down here, they love it. It's education. I, I think I think the Republicans need to engage in an education campaign. Is look, you moved here for a reason. Low taxes, low reg- regulation. You want to fight that, and you want to continue, you know, to protect that. And, and I think it's going to take education. And I, I think there really should be like uh, internet campaigns, billboard campaigns, and we really should talk about that. Like protect your rights, protect your low t- low taxes. And even if you're a Democrat, that's fine. But Understand the Democrats here are, are not like the Democrats in California or New York. I mean, we're, we're, we're a very odd. I mean, this, this, this uh, state was found basically the huge German influence on it, which are very law-abiding people. You know, that's why we have a rule of law is pretty tough in Texas. We got low taxes, low regulation, and we want to keep that. And, and so I, I think one of the most important things we can do with, for people coming here is really have campaigns to let them know that, look, you want to become a Texan, you want to think like a Texan, 
and, and you want to, you know, we don't want your policies coming here because the reason you left these places, California is a beautiful place. I mean, why would you ever leave? Is is because of of what politicians, Democratic politicians, have done to these places with high taxes, high regulations, and uh, and, and actually poor environmental standards that have wreaked havoc on, you know, forests and everything that, that there's forest fires and everything else. And so Texas works. and We want to let people know it works. Uh, and, and, and we want to adopt our standards down here. It's going to take education. Well, I know, how do you educate, though? You've got all of the mainstream press against conservatism. You have Facebook, Twitter, and all of those large companies censoring um, are, you know, censoring everything we try to communicate to the rest of the world. So how do you educate these people? How do you convert them? I mean, they practice well, liberal religion. How do you convert them? Well, we partially already converted them here, Stephen. Okay, they're coming down here because they can't take it anymore. I mean, why would you ever leave? I mean, California is a beautiful place. I mean, it's just spectacular. Why would you ever leave? And the answer is what it's become. And so... We need to we need to engage, uh, like I said, education campaigns, billboards, uh, internet advertising. Uh, people need to be out there saying, "Look, if you come here, you're welcome here, but understand why you left, the reason you left." It, and it wasn't you've you've left your friends, you've left a nice home, you've left everything to come here because because and it's same thing for immigrants coming here. You left everything because of the horrible things. We don't want that to happen here. And so we ha- we're going to have to fight for it. We have got to educate. The well, left who's going to do gonna, that? Who's going to take responsibility? Uh, who's going to coordinate it? It's going to have to be uh, two groups. It's going to have to be the Republican Party in the state of Texas, which I think Ugh. they need to do it. Yeah, and also it's going to be different PACs that can raise money, put together groups of people to come up with education campaigns to do that. And I think this is, I, I think this is one of the key things to protect the state going forward. And I don't think this is a Democrat-Republican thing. I, I really believe the Democrats are fundamentally much, much more conservative down here. Uh, and so I think that we may have be. To Excuse me for interrupting. That may be. But when they uh, elect the um, House of... Um, She's <laughs> tongue hung in my teeth and can't see what I'm saying. House of Representatives and Senators, as Democrats, they may have, as they elect those people, more conservative views than Washington. But it gives the majority to the Democratic Party to screw this nation, which is going on right now. I, yeah. I have little hope, to I, be honest gonna, with you. It's, it's going to take, uh, take a lot of, uh, of, uh, of work. Look, uh, my friend Bunny Pounds, I'm going to get her on this show. Uh, uh, Bunny, Bunny ran for Congress, uh, didn't quite make it. Uh, the people love her. Uh, it was up in Dallas. And she's put together a group, uh, Christians Engaged, where she's actually teaching Christians how to get into politics and how to, uh, how to help Christian values get in there. And it's going to take more groups like that. We're going to get Bunny on the show to discuss this, but it's going to take groups like that to educate people. We have to educate, particularly people coming into the state, educate them why they came to Texas and what's so great about Texas. And we don't want, we, look, we want them, we want, they're believed, we, but we don't want their politics of high taxes and high regulation down here. Hey, look, big big amen. I just hope you can find a way to make that happen. And, and yeah, I'm gonna get, I'll get Buddy on the show. And uh, a Christian and get Christians engaged. She's put together one of the great programs out there. She's got a lot of, of big backers, immensely popular with, with a lot of conservatives uh, in, in the state. And, and so I'm going to get her on the show. And, and she actually has a course on how people can get into politics, by the way. Uh, she, she's put together a course and explains everything. Uh, it, 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 it's on the Internet. And so we'll get her on the show. Do you have anything on your website that uh, links to her? Uh, no, but I will get it on there. Great. Thank Give me you here about much. a week. And get on. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Great call. Tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground. 
and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. If you'd like a, a copy of our free Max Out Savings, actually, we'll just put you on the list. It's free, uh, Max Out Savings Support. Uh, go to our website, uh, maxoutsavings.com. The most recent one we covered was... Uh, the, was basically we covered uh, real interest rates versus uh, nominal interest rates, and real interest rates actually factor in inflation. They're negative across the curve right now for government bonds. That tells you interest rates are very low. Now's the time to borrow cheaply and uh, lend short-term in, in, uh, with your bonds and things because of that. And this is why for our clients, we're keeping our bond portfolios much shorter term right now because interest rates are negative. And, and the thing about that is, they're negative with 1.8% inflation, which is a very low inflation rate. Uh, we also uh, cover a couple things on there. We have some different uh, uh, pictures and charts we, we put up there to try to show you. Oh, we, t- we talk about how inflation moves up very quickly. Uh, it, it can go up from uh, – this kind of dovetails into a call we, we talked about earlier. But inflation can explode within two or three years very quickly. We actually put a picture of how the German mark collapsed. And, and the dollar's going down. It's been dropping here, and it accelerated after the election when it looked So, So this is something that we have to concern ourselves, because inflation is going to manifest itself in a declining dollar. That's starting to happen. Hey, do we have a question? Yeah, we have Frank on the line. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, hi, Frank. Uh, uh, would you expand on, on the item that you mentioned last week about the, the things or the tech stocks getting uh, loans through the Federal I think you said the Federal Reserve. Could, could uh, you expand on that? Yeah, sure thing. Look, I mean, what, what happened there was is the, the, the Fed stepped in, bond prices started falling, and uh, – back in, in March, late March. And we were, because there was a panic about the COVID virus, we were in there buying bonds for our clients. And the, here's the interesting thing. It was very hard to buy the bonds. We bought some oil company bonds, got 8% on them for, I want to say, eight years, uh, which is phenomenal investment grade. But the pro, it, was, it was a battle to get that those bonds bought in any size. I had to put big pressure on them. I had to get, because there was nothing out there. But but the Fed stepped in, and so there wasn't many bonds for sale. It was just an artificially low price right then. The Fed said, oh, my God, rates are, are, are too high. It's going to wreck the economy. So they said, look, we're going to buy invest hundreds of billions of dollars buying bonds. So what they decided to do was bond, buy bond ETFs. 
And, 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 and what that did is that pushed the bond prices back up. But when they did that, they were buying bonds from Apple and Google and Amazon as well as companies were in trouble. And, and, and two things, that was, that's against the Federal Reserve's charter to buy bonds, which they did anyway. But, but more importantly is, look, I have no problem with the Fed stepping up and said, look, maybe the airlines are going to go out of business unless we do something. We're going to try to buy some bonds or we're going to work with the Treasury. What they did is they worked with the Treasury to try to buy these bonds in, in the, maybe the auto companies so they could lend and, and make cars in the, in the airline companies. But to put money into, into tech companies that had no need for the money anyway, and basically that's subsidizing the tech companies, and, and investors like us are being forced to pay artificially high prices in a panic to, to make investments. So we quit buying bonds once the Fed got in there and the, because the yields weren't worth buying right now. And, and so what happened was the Fed tried to be fair, and so they bought everybody's bonds, but they ended up subsidizing the big tech companies. Does that explain that? Yes, it does. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's disappointing that they're not allowed to buy. It, it, and they, they lent money to a special treasury program to do it, which is to get around it. But it, it was disappointing. Um, interest rates, really, with these negative interest rates, you've got to be very careful buying bonds in here. So uh, we'll see. Uh, it, it, and, and so actually, I got a thing from Bunny. I'm going to try to get Bunny on the show the next couple of weeks. He just texted me back. Uh, with Christians in, Christians engaged uh, program, uh, so anyway, so that's what we're looking at. So the dollar is starting to fall here, uh, and this is putting. This is why you're seeing oil prices go up. When the dollar goes lower, it helps commodity prices. We've invested in commodity, different commodity plays for our clients because of this. Uh, and that's helping oil. Oil's over $46 now. If you notice what's happened in the oil industry, people are a little more positive in the oil industry. The, uh, and, and, and the Biden administration's obviously not going to go after the sector. Some type of deal has been made, uh, and, and money's poured back into the sector. So, so things are getting better there. What we're looking for oil right now, look, we're probably going to have a couple months of, with this lockdown, where energy prices are going to fall, maybe drop off. I think what people are looking at is what happens when this is when come April, uh, May, uh, April, really late March, April, May timeframe, when the virus goes away, a lot of people are going to be vaccinated. Uh, a lot more people will have had it. A lot of others can be have immunity. It's going to be warmer. It's going to go down. There, you're going to see huge amounts of driving, huge amounts of people flying on planes, uh, huge amounts of people taking cruises. Remember, all these people that are going to re- work remotely in nice places, they're going to want to go back to the corporate headquarters, and they're going to go back once in a while. And there, so there's going to be a lot more flying going on. And some people are going to choose maybe to work one week in the office and then maybe a week back at home somewhere in, in some nice place in the hill country or the Rocky Mountains or or you know where or you know somewhere in the Appalachians, wherever they want to be. And, and so I think there's going to be bigger demand for energy. And so energy, I think, is going to be a good place to be. Uh, and, and so this is something we want to continue to watch here uh, closely to see to see what's going to happen. So so there are some opportunities in energy, particularly one of the good things about the energy sector we like so much and we talk about is income. Going forward, you want to get income investing ideas. But ideally... So you go, okay, well, Ted, I'll buy bonds. We, we just said you can't buy. It's harder to buy longer-term bonds because the rates are negative right now, even at low inflation, the real rates, which factors in inflation. So if you want income, the better place are some stocks that, that, that have income coming off that, that if inflation comes up, at least the dividends will grow over time. Their, their assets will grow. So if an oil company comes up, you get a big inflation in, in, in five years from now, the big inflation hits and oil prices double. Well, at least your income is going up from dividends and things. And, and I think it's important to protect your income over the long term from the ravages of potential inflation. Now, some people say, well, look, we can continue borrowing money like the Japanese do, but the Japanese have kind of self-funded their deficit and they've had virtually the, the stock market. This is the thing to keep in mind and why you got to be careful of the indexes right now. The stock market is, uh, it, it peaked about 20 years ago in Japan. It's just now getting up to where it was 20 years ago. It did nothing when they had these super low rates, so it didn't do anything. And right now we have a very hot market. 
Look, this week, we've had a huge number of IPOs, DoorDash, Airbnb, and all these companies are, are, coming, pri- uh, are coming public right now, and, and they're jumping up. And some of them are doubling the first day. These are massive, multi-multi-billion-dollar companies. This is very reminiscent of 1999. You've just got a, a huge panic. Everybody's in the market. Uh, things are blowing and going. You've got to be real careful. A couple things. We're coming into year end. These people are all rushing to do their deals. Why are all these private equity companies bringing companies public right now? I'll tell you why. Right now, if they sell, if they sell out right now, uh, they, they get in at, at 20% capital gains rates. They don't know what's going to happen next year. Ca- capital gains could go up. They could go up a lot. They, there could be rules in place. And so while the money's there, they're taking the money. Some of them are selling into, into the offering, uh, and we're going to see. We got basically today's – we got about two and a half more weeks left uh, to if you can sell with, with uh, 20% capital gains rates. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on tech in here. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Because if you sell right now, you get 20%. Nobody knows what's going to happen after this. Clearly, taxes are going to go up. The question is how much. And so this is something we're going to watch. But, but a lot of people are suddenly thinking they need to take their company public after waiting years and years and years because they're getting very high prices for it. And also, they lock in the 20% if they're getting to sell into the IPO or shortly afterwards. So this is something we want to see very similar to 1999 right now. And in 1999, uh, we were there. We weren't, we weren't in the Cisco's and the Yahoo's and all these other companies. We were instead in, the, in, in, in uh, some of the industrial companies at the time that we really did real well with, even when the market collapsed. And the same thing is kind of with the oil sector now and some of the precious metals. I think those are some of the things, some of the, the sectors nobody wants. That, that's where, where we go. Every, these hot ones, you got to be very careful in, in this market. Uh, in, in this week, we got Tesla coming in. Tesla's going to be added to the S&P 500, which th- means everyone's going to have to sell a little of their, their funds in their index. They've got to sell a bunch of the other little other stocks to get the weighting because Tesla has such a, a big market capitalization. That's going to put pressure on stocks either this week or the week after. We'll see what happens, but, but a lot of stuff happening. I'd be very careful based on price to sales, PE, uh, market cap to, uh, to, to, uh, to EBITDA, uh, G, uh, total market cap of the, of the, of all stocks, the GDP. The market is at 95 to 100 percentile. Tell what, we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you haven't had a chance, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for that free Max Out Savings report, or you can schedule an appointment with me there. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.